0: Blended. Welcome to Marketing Blend where I give you everything you need to know what's going on in the marketing industry. Sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's little, sometimes it's like, what just happened there? Anyways, I'm your host Brett Dyster and let's get on with the show. Alright, it looks like, well, us marketers kinda like doing video quite a bit actually. So the new trend is that there's more video ads and image ads and that's because of more social networks wanting to actually get into the video. They're also pushing it as well and ranking it a little bit higher than other things. Plus people just like videos in general. So marketers have taken note and guess what? There are quite a bit more videos. So uh, especially on Instagram, uh, video ads on Instagram have grown from 15 seconds in January 2016 to 25 seconds in June. So that's a 10 second bump up in uh, how long videos are. And that's really mainly because, uh, well, Instagram allows you to take longer videos, and so marketers have figured out a way to actually you know make them longer, but not too long where you actually won't watch the whole thing. That's another thing as well. Um, Also, it's interesting to see between Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest advertisement that they're all quite different. Facebook, on one hand, has overwhelmingly more games being uh, advertised on their platform. That's because we always get those annoying, hey, just join my game so I can get more coins or whatnot. Uh, That's mainly because why more games are actually advertised on there, but there's also other reasons as well. Uh, Other actual console games are actually advertised there quite a bit too, but I've seen a lot of annoying like mobile games that I don't really play, and I don't really like mobile games too much, so I see those as well. On Instagram, it's a little bit equal. It's not all the games, but there's some games that are advertised on there as well, plus shopping, plus others like HBO Now as well, so you have kind of a good... mixture of uh, game shopping entertainment for Pinterest there are absolutely no games advertised there whatsoever my the thing that I've wondered is why um, gaming companies haven't gotten on to Pinterest because you have you guys have a lot of art assets that you could actually show off and actually would be pretty interesting to show off there so I'm always like wondering why they're not on there yet but I don't think they just care or think there are enough guys on there or, well, because a lot of times marketers, especially in the gaming industry, think there's more guys to girls, even though I know it's about equal now. Uh, I just don't think they see a viable uh, platform quite yet in Pinterest, even though it actually is. And I myself have about about 300 shy of 12,000 followers on Pinterest, and I've seen a lot more uptick in males a saving, as they're calling it. It used to be called repins. I don't know why they're not calling it anymore. that anymore. It's kind of nothing I'm wondering. But uh, saving my pins when I pin different things as well. I'm seeing a lot more guys on there. Uh, so I think we're going to see a lot more uptick in the male uh, population on Pinterest. Now, I've been on there s- probably f- four years now. Uh, so I've been there quite a while, and I've seen it kind of change into mostly women, always pinning, repinning, or saving. Like I said, they changed the terminology. And uh, to men, and now it's kind of it's equalizing, at least from what I see from my own uh, profiles. There's more of an equalization between males and females on who is actually actively saving and being engaged on the site. I think because Pinterest has become just more of a de facto of just pictures and saving things and cataloging things. Uh, more guys are starting to join it, and so that's why a lot of retailers are doing it now. But it would be interesting to see if a game, a gaming developer can actually figure out a way to actually, to use it quite well, because the thing is, if one figures it out, you already have a lead over the other ones. Uh, and I just don't really understand that. Now, one more thing is that Facebook is testing out uh, video ads that won't play silently. They'll play with sound. Now, I'm not really for that. I understand why they're trying to do that But the problem is, is that when you are Let's say at your job or in a place that you kind of want to be quiet. You don't want to scroll through and have The video play s- the sound plus if people really want to see it They'll click on it anyways to see th- to hear the sound as well So I don't really under- quite understand why they're testing this out. It doesn't it, it really doesn't make much sense to me to be honest doesn't make much sense to me whatsoever. Uh, I get that they're trying to test out different things, but it just doesn't make much sense because they're the ones that kind of did this where it was like auto-play without sound because it can be disruptive and you don't really want to go like scroll through. It plays with, like one second of sound. You're like, ah, I don't want this. Why are you doing this to me, Facebook? But Facebook's always trying to find a way to uh, put more ads somewhere. That's what they love to do. It's, it's ad central in Facebook. Now, I understand, like I said, it's a business, but I'm still going to make it on Facebook because it's Facebook. Let's be honest. All right. And uh, this week in news, the, the, one of the big acquisitions so far this week was uh, Pinterest buying Instapaper. Uh, and the reason is is twofold. One is that people will save a lot of things on Pinterest, and this is kind of a uh, uh, – a good acquisition or a logical acquisition, I should say, between both of them. But the other side is, is trying to compete with Facebook, Twitter, and Google as well for just housing all the data within its own walled garden because that's what Facebook is doing with Instapaper as – yeah, it's a paper. Uh, no, that's that's the company. But uh, Instant Articles. There's always the Instant thing. But Instant Articles is Facebook's trying to do and trying to house the media on there. We also have Apple doing that with Apple News. We also have Google and everybody else trying to, you know, house uh, all the data in there so they can, you know, spend... More advertisement, more money, better platform, same business a lot longer—all those fun things that you don't actually think will actually matter. It does matter, weird. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what it's really all about. But yeah, it it really is a smart—it's a smart thing for Pinterest to buy it because when they bought it, they also got all the data Instapaper uh, had as well. Plus, they'll be able to integrate well, articles a little bit better. Maybe actually showcase them a little bit better. I'm not saying it's not, they haven't done a a pretty good job so far, but this will just help in their expertise as well. Now the great thing is for now, uh, you never really know in the future, Instapaper is still gonna be around post acquisition. It's not gonna go away. Like let's say Sunrise did when Microsoft bought it or any other ones that Microsoft bought. I miss Sunrise. That was a good calendar app. No more, no more. Uh, But yeah. So this one's gonna stay around. A lot of times with these acquisitions, a lot of the bigger, the companies that buy them just take away uh, their app or their site because they wanted their technology. But yes, interest is getting their technology and their expertise. So it should be interesting to see what happens in the years to come with this acquisition and if it's actually really good, uh, if it was a good idea or not, or a good move or not to actually do it. but. Check out more to see all that stuff. All right, now Scribble Live buys SEO platform Linkdex. Yes, not LinkedIn, because that was bought by Microsoft, but Linkdex. This is to shore up and to help with content marketing and all the other fun stuff that's going on in the digital marketing world. And so they bought them to shore up uh, more of the SEO, more of the content and the publishing the content, making sure the content is being shared, it's being shared in a way that will well, have other people actually share because that's the whole point of the social media marketing thing you make content to be shared not to make content to be just there that's just bad content that's just not good content in general but if you ever want to try it out try Scribble Live it should be interesting to see what is going on with them as well all right there is some news in the Twitter side they have actually added a button to message Businesses on their sites. Yes, there's a new button uh, for direct messages that you can now directly message them from their website And you go hey, I like it or hey, you're awful and you suck. Now, I tried it didn't really work for me Um, I went did all the things and only still gave me there's supposed to be like five different options It gave me two still so I don't know if I just don't have enough followers or Whatever, but it actually didn't work. So I'm wondering if there is a follower limit. I don't really know because it's supposed to be out, but it's not really out. So I'm not really understanding why they're advertising this, but it's not really working. So I think Twitter needs to figure it out and l- let the well roll it out together, like all together. If you're gonna announce something like this, if I go in there and go, oh, "I really want to do this," and I can't do this, I'm not gonna try to figure out what I actually can or cannot do this. That's not doing good business. That's kind of, like, frustrating some people. Are like, I really wanted to do this and try this out. And, nope, not going to be able to do it. Nope. Not none whatsoever. All right, there's also other news for LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn has brought out their freelance or pro finder, their freelance site, uh, to find anybody that for freelancing work as well. I've not had my best... <laughs> I haven't had the best dealing with LinkedIn on this. Uh, the, the reason why is because they gave me a pilot for it, signed up, told me that I wasn't allowed in, was really confused and a little kind of frustrated about it because why would you send somebody something, hey, you should try this out, and then deny them? I looked at my account recently, it said denied, which you should never put on someone's thing, That's just bad uh, in general. So LinkedIn, do better. Uh, I do like the part about finding and, you know, helping freelancers find business as well. I just wish they would, you know, do it, test it out a lot better. I mean, LinkedIn, like, throws you so many emails. Why would you throw me this email and not do it? But there's a, a whole lot of other problems with LinkedIn. One is stop giving me the free business thing if I can't use it, the free premium. They keep on, like, giving me the free premium. Click it. Oh, you've already used this. Then don't give me the button. Stop it! Ah! Oh, LinkedIn, I really hope that Microsoft helps you out a bit. Especially their site right now, is kind of a cross between old web design and new web design, and it's really confusing me. Sometimes I'm like, we've got the bump out on the top bar, and then we kind of got more of the modern design as you go scroll through the, the site as well. So it's like, kind of like a hacked, like a, it's like a Frankenstein site. It's like, uh, but yeah, uh, if you're looking to find more freelancers, this is probably the best. This is one of the better ways of doing it. There are other sites out there as well, but this is, but since LinkedIn has a lot of uh, professionals on it, it's probably one of the most, uh, well-versed or plethora of freelancers. Now, like I always say, uh. Strain of salt all the time with freelancers. Some are good, some are bad. I'm not saying that all of them are good or all of them are bad. I'm just saying, you know, do your due diligence, see what their work is all about, and then hire some. Because, hey, we all need to eat and get paid and live. I like living. But, yes, uh, LinkedIn has brought that out nationwide so far. So it's not really rolled out internationally yet, but it will eventually, I think, in the coming months, I'm probably... Prefacing more six months to a year, it'll probably eventually be rolled out uh, nationwide. Now, on the, another thing for Google, plus with the AdSense, and I don't know if I talked about it before, but to recap, uh, Google has lifted the AdSense uh, three ad limit uh, from web pages. So no no longer you have to have the only three ads on there. Uh, they're actually going to be focusing more on content than how many ads you have on there now I will say this don't do more don't don't litter your site with ads because you want the revenue that that's just gonna push people to you know to click on that ad blocker but yes put ads on there because we all need to eat and it also helps with the revenue as well Uh, but like I said Go easy on the ads. Just because they removed it doesn't mean you have to go... Oh, well, ad here, ad here. Everybody gets ads because I need money. I'll put an ad right next to the title. I'll put an ad right next to the, Below the first paragraph. I'll put an ad below the second paragraph. Because y'all are going to love these ads. They're going to be fun, guys. You're going to love them. No, don't do that. Be smart. I would say put it on the top before the content. Put it on the side so it's there. But... Uh, it's there, so you, people can actually see it. And I'll probably put it at the bottom of the content as well, so people scroll down, and maybe at the footnotes as well, so you have, so you can have about four ads, five maybe, on there. And still, it's not it's not hurting your content, it's not interfering with your content, because when I go to a lot of sites, if I don't have ad blocker on, that's what I see, I go read, Ad read there's so another ad. I'm like, dude, like I want to read your stuff. I don't want to see your ads. So it's another thing. Plus, with that, speaking of terrible ads, and Google is also going to be punishing uh, websites that have full page ads. Yes, they're now. This is this is mostly because uh, those full page ads. They're so awful. I remember having to deal with them. It's like I'm reading all of a sudden full page ad. And I'm like, ah, what is going on? Mainly because of how people are using the internet is using it on their mobile phones more often, uh, and those full page ads are just so intrusive sometimes. Now it's not really they're not really going to be punching you more on just websites from desktops. It's more websites that are going to have that for mobile for mobile ads, the full page uh, intrusive ones. Sure. the full-page ads are just like I said before they're awful they're bad people don't like them because you're reading something and all of a sudden you have an ad that you lost track of what you're reading and you're like why am I reading this but I say this because of a marketer plus person that does consume content especially on websites just get rid of them they don't work they just get like I said these ads are the ones that will make people download ad blocker and so you have to enable it and then you'll never see ad revenue from that person again. You basically have effectively said yes, we we are sanctioning you to download ad blocker to block our ads. That's what it's that's what you're saying. So be careful about that, be smart about it. And I always say think like a consumer sometimes when you're trying to do marketing as well. Think, hey, would I really like this if this happened to me? Uh, usually, no. I would say no on that one. No. no. All right, now I'm gonna go on to, uh, for marketing blend, just kind of like uh, apps that I would use to you know, get a handle on your content. Because we're all Busy nowadays. I know we like to use that term. Oh, can we hang out? I'm busy. Yeah. So, so my congratulations. This is 2016, the current year. Um, but just to help you with uh, just managing it, figuring it all out. Now, I use Buffer uh, for all my, scheduling my content. Why? Because it's it's super simple to use. It's got a lot of tools, especially if you're on the desktop. It now allows you to uh, remind you to post your content on Instagram because Instagram doesn't like you to actually post to do the auto posting. They actually want you to post on it. So I understand why they're doing it. just kind of, I always, just another step you always have to do, but it's great because it'll, it posts the picture on there and then copies, uh, the written material. And then you just paste it when you want to as well. Uh, Buffer also does LinkedIn, Pinterest. You can also auto schedule, uh, pins as well. Uh, Facebook and Twitter, obviously, Google+, Plus, if people still use it. It's not, ba- it's not bad. Right? I'm just saying if people still use it. A lot of people don't anymore. Uh, I use that one. Another good one is Later. I like Later as well because of the new feature of, well, you guessed it, uh, the multiple accounts. I like the multiple accounts because I actually now have multiple accounts for Instagram. So it's a nice to actually kind of have multiple different accounts so I can You know publish different content for different accounts and not you know have to figure out okay what do I do this one i go this one and I'm confused on what I want to do um so that one I actually like Hootsuite as well Hootsuite only because uh for the specific reason of um searching for keywords hashtags and keeping an eye on all that other fun stuff because that one's also another good one to actually use I really like it it's all it's it's really nice, handy uh, to actually use. It's kind of the top main ones that I actually use, is those is those as well. Um, I would download just the Twitter, all, all the native uh, social media apps as well. The reason why is because, uh, at least for Twitter, you can't actually, the third party sites can't actually, they can do guests, but they just can't do polls. So that's why I always say the native one is always the best as well. Um, I would actually use, if you want to kind of figure out uh, what's really going on, if you don't have Instagram for business, I would use uh, AccountSquare is also a good one. Um, influencer.db actually was pretty good to kind of figure out the cost per like for me. That was interesting as well. Um, I like that one because it kind of just showed me a nice little graph. Account square kind of gives you a lot of different analytics that uh, – Right now, Instagram's kind of lacking a little bit. Um, I kind of want to see a little bit more from them, but uh, right now they're kind of lacking, which is which is fine. They just brought it out, and they're still rolling it out for mostly everybody else. So, like I said, it's it's quite fine. It's pretty robust. I, I like the tools uh, for it so far, but right now, it's like I said... They're a little lacking, but it at least shows you your impressions. It'll show you if you're up from last week. This is actually the native tools for Instagram. It'll also, show you the reach. It'll show you if you're up or down from last week. And also show you clicks to your website. So, if you actually get clicks to your website, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you win, sometimes you, you don't. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the stuff. I love Buzz Sumo. is actually great. Drum is another good one if you're just lacking the content and just can't find the content uh, to actually make it. Now for photo manipulation, I use uh, Snapseed if I'm taking a photo on my mobile phone uh, to you know help it. They've added some nice new features like you can now put text on it. I use over, this was way before um, Snapseed actually had uh, overlay for putting on text. Prisma is actually good if you kind of want to make watercolors. I mean, it's not really a more marketing thing as well, but it's it's a pretty good one uh, that I like to use uh, quite a bit. Uh, it's, it's just one of those great things. Also, Page Manager is also a good one uh, to actually use. Uh, Yelp for Business, I would actually use as well. Now, I would definitely download Quora. I think a lot of businesses right now are kind of missing the boat on Quora. I think Quora is still a really good viable one to actually have a point person to actually talk about it. Um, so that's one of the apps I actually heavily use and, you know, actually answer questions. Uh, it's also a really good one to actually find what people are talking about in your industry and what types of questions they may actually have. So maybe you can answer them as well. Um, if you're more in the podcasting industry, I use um, for SoundCloud. I use the Pulse, uh, the Pulse app. It kind of shows you the different types of links for you as well. Uh, I find it really good for that in general. Um, there's also the YouTube Studio, which is also a good one. Uh, I use Kinemaster if I'm ever going to be making video. On my phone, that one's a really good, powerful editor for it as well. Um, for blogging side, I have the WordPress app. I also have Medium app because Medium app is actually pretty good to actually find really great content. If you actually want to save your content, I would use Pocket um, and then use, as always, if or if triple T uh, to do a lot of different recipes to kind of automate it a lot more. Um, if triple T is really, really strong, strong strong messaging one because um, it will do almost everything for you as well and those are kind of like a little just a little bit of my apps that i actually use quite a bit uh just to kind of you know manage all this you know get on top of it and not feel like i'm just trying to swim above water because i'm doing a full-time job plus this now at the same time too now moving on to uh apps Items or programs to try this week. Now there is a uh, new Kickstarter for the Stork Stand Two or 2.0. This transforms any chair into a standing desk, which I kind of like because we we sit most of our time now. We don't really get out. We're kind of very lethargic that way, and so this is just another great way of well, not maintaining your weight or helping to maintain your weight. Now it's a Kickstarter, so you're gonna have to if you want to get it, you're gonna have to pledge. Uh, or if you just want to wait, you can as well. Um, I put this all in the show notes, so you can check that out as well. Also, if you need feedback tools, there's a (laughs) feedbacktools.org. That will give you a whole bunch of tools, anything from customer feedback to user feedback to dating feedback, if you really need that. Design feedback, bug feedback, team feedback, idea feedback, and UX and UI feedback. Um, They're all in the different directories, all different types of tools. Um, And this is just all for uh, companies that kind of just don't have the time for that, but also really want to find a way of utilizing the feedback to the best of their advantage. All right, that is Marketing Blend for today. Thank you for joining in. and Tune in on Friday when I talk about gaming and what's going on and give my impressions of Deus Ex Mankind Divided, plus my actual review of No Man's Skies, it a little bit more this weekend. Also, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, DigitalCO77EE, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, uh, YouTube a Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, Coffee. and if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon Digital Coffee. All right, guys, see you Friday. Have a good rest of your week. Later.